to Self in the Ring, which might be our new title. We'll see. But welcome to Men in the Ring. This is Sean, and I'm joined out of Northern Africa in the red corner. Matt. Uh, Matt and I have been uh, doing mental health for 10 plus years, and invite you to get yourself in the ring with us because, you know, we do that really well. How you doing, Matt? Winning. <laughs> winning. Like Charlie Sheen winning or 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 uh, winning. Not, not winning that much. Oh, he's taking care of business. <laughs> hopefully okay. hopefully things are on the way to getting back to the States for the summer. So coming back to cool. the States. So that's like in still in flux a bit or what? Mm, no. Tickets are bought. It's just getting everything here prepped and ready to go. Challenging, eh? Uh, frustrating. There's some frustrations. Oh, okay. So. It always seems like nothing's quite all that easy over there. Although no. here, it's kind of, it's not that different in some ways. It's probably not that much different, actually, but at least you can communicate. Oh, sure. Yeah. Everything's kind of amplified over there. Like, it's frustrating. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it can be frustrating. Trying to get this little, like, small project done. I mean, it's... I, it's big enough to where like I really shouldn't do it. I couldn't do it really well, mm. but it's not mm. a big project either. And it like trying to like talk to these dudes and I'm giving them construction ideas, which is not a good place for anybody to be. Mm. <laughs> you know, and it's like. Uh, and then they're like, oh, I mispriced this. Like, it's going to be twice as much. I'm like, of course, just mad because it's like, uh, they're pretty yeah. good at doing that whole bait and switch. Oh, you owe me a lot more money type of thing. I've, I've noticed a theme on that one. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, but I mean, so. It's like twofold, like the language barrier as well as just the cultural is some the culture so different that it's like what are you trying to do here type of thing. It would appear to me that that's would be another barrier. Yeah, like it's pretty clear what I asked them to do because it's pretty basic, self-explanatory, like. And then it's just like, <laughs> uh, but anyway, but that's, there's progress being made in that. So it's getting there. It may not be done. It may take some time, but it's. So you're winning. It, I'm winning. It's not. Not cocaine and hookers winning, but it's um real life winning. No, I no. 
wonder how many people know that Charlie Sheen reference winning. I mean, going to be <laughs> probably older than 30 to have that one in their back pocket. But. Yeah, maybe. <clears throat> so, <one>. um, <laughs> what's that? It's a fun one. It's an interesting take on life, that's for sure. I don't know what Charlie Sheen's up to now, do you? Winning. <laughs> Glad he's still alive. I, I doubt he's winning. <laughs> that's my guess, but maybe he is. Never know. Never know. Um, not winning like we're winning, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Uh, what do you think about changing the name to Self in the Ring? It's got a real nice ring to it, huh? Yeah. Just a little bit more, a little more explanatory within the title. I don't know. Yeah. It's fun to have the perceived level of um, misogyny. Because then you get people's prejudgments out of the way right away. But then again, um, we need people to listen before they can prejudge us anyway. So, yeah. If that makes any sense at all. Yeah. It does sound like I get it. Mm-hmm. I think our content's pretty good. Um, sometimes. I know my delivery is kind of like lacking just because I'm a pretty hardworking person and I get up in the morning and I'm like trying to record a podcast before I'm actually awake so that energy level could probably be improved with a different technique there. Um, But then, yeah, just the whole um, making it more accessible at a glance self in the ring you know being i think that's almost self-explanatory as being you know a mental health podcast where men in the ring could be a whole different array of things yeah and in our at least in our technology society if you can't grab somebody's attention or communicate in a very quick fashion, losing people, obviously. Yeah. Speaking of, but uh, we can, yeah, keep thinking about that. Speaking of um, technology, you, ever, you see some of this AI stuff that's going on? A little bit, not a whole lot. Um, oh. Just kind of, I hear about it. I ask questions about it, but I don't. I guess I don't watch enough for to really have a good. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much entirely uneducated about it too. <laughs> but I thought you might be more than me. But I, what I like, what is more interesting to me is the human element of fear that people have, you know, are, are expressing. That to me is interesting to study, yeah. less than the AI, you know, factors, which makes sense that there's some fear about it but it just seems really interesting how people you know people are such such inferiority complex runs so rampant that people are like oh my gosh a robot 
we're should be scared. Although fear does rule the world, you know, so it makes sense. Yeah. A robot kill everybody. Yeah. Writes papers, which you can tell right away that they're written by a robot. So that's not, you know, it's like, you know, there are things here, people that I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a very interesting, fun age. Um, I think... I think you'll be able to easily take advantage of the bad guys, and that's going to be that's something that I always appreciate. Um, we'll see, I guess. Definitely electing to take that approach as opposed to the fear approach for people. There's all this unknown, what ifs, whatevers. Like just like choose your random fear. That's what I'm going to be afraid of today because I, you know, I ran out of CSI to watch, so I need a new fear. And um, I kind of understand CNN and Fox game now, so I need a different fear because that's wore out. It's whatever. I don't know. Yeah, that's a fun, fun one to be in. <laughs> oh, man. Tucker Carlson got fired. <laughs> we did. We didn't talk about that, did we? No. And then um, Don Lemon got fired the same a like, couple hours after. Really? Yeah, he didn't know that. I'm way ahead of you on the news, man. Yeah. I just watch the news all the time, got it in the background. So I stay informed. Well, that's good. No, obviously I don't do that, but I did think it was pretty interesting that... <laughs> He got fired right after. Um, he should have been fired earlier because he made a, a cancelable um, statement. Um, anti-woman statement like, like a month before um, as an angry gay man. But um, what, oh, the Tucker, Tucker Carlson thing was kind of funny. Um, yeah. He didn't have much credibility credibility with me for the last few years. He was very he was entertaining. He definitely knew how to to be entertaining. But some of those guys that have to go out on the air every single day um, and like you know create controversies, I, I kind of cut up some slack because they are entertainers, you know. But if <clears throat> the masses that follow down some of these rabbit holes is it's it's pretty powerful thing, you know, it's pretty powerful. So Yeah. I mean, I don't know, holding somebody accountable to mass hysteria that might be true is I don't know how that would work, but Yeah, I'm like sure they sold, sold a lot of ads on Fox News, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, but it, it's crazy. Like, if you watch, like, just watched one major network of news, like, you would be, like, worked up and depressed and angry all the time. <laughs> like, oh, like, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure that's, you know, 20% of either side of, 
you know, or 20 to 30 percent of either side equaling like 60, 40 to 60 percent of America that does that type of thing, you know. I've looked at people as like, just, you know what, why why don't you just stop watching so much of the news? Like, yeah. It's not like you have so much anxiety about the end of the world. Yeah. Like it just stop. Like it's not helping you. You're not learning anything. It's just right. a bunch of craziness. So people have a hard time separating news from entertainment, you know, um, and the fact that they just fail to recognize that that's a business where they need to sensationalize everything. Now, to be fair, there's a lot of crazy shit going on in the world. So, <laughs> yeah. But to cal- calamitize, I don't think that's a word, but I'm going to use it. Everything, you know, to make you have to hear it or have to explore it as a listener or, you know, consumer of news is uh, unnecessary, probably. How fun. It would be interesting to see the books for CNN and Fox, you know, what type of, what type of money they make. Yeah. Um, yeah, so do you think we shouldn't just sit there and be a blind intaker of news? No, well, it's difficult. You have to get news. You can either, I don't even know how you get it anymore. You just, Twitter. That's where Tucker Carlson is going. Uh, so. Yeah, I figured he that that was a fail up, or maybe almost stage. I would have assumed. Um, but I think a lot of yeah, thirty and under consume their news on Twitter, from what I understand. Yeah, I believe it. That I do very much believe. I mean, that's information sharing at a light speed, obviously. So for good or bad, you know, yeah, word travels. Yeah, it's interesting, you know, as a sociologist on a macro, meso level, um, to see how things, you know, the waves of ma- the masses interact and um, react to news that moves so quickly. It's just, that's a whole new genre of study, you know? Yeah. I mean, super interesting and pivotal. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I'm glad I don't do it professionally at the moment, that's for sure. But it seems like it'd be pretty interesting. So what's your three-year plan? <laughs> that was your joke. To me. That was your joke to me when we started the, the podcast. <laughs> that was a good one. I actually do have a three-year plan. Um, 
I hesitate to say my three-year plan. Then if I fail, then I feel like a big dummy. Right now, I don't really have a three-year plan. I've got a... Let's uh, see how this goes. Plan. Um, <laughs> right now, it's keep living in Africa. Um, like if I were to... One thing I do want to do is buy another house. I want to buy a house in Charlotte. Um, so if I do that in the next year or two, that would be ideal. Yeah. And like if, but as far as there's some things I could do, I just don't know. Um, if I want to do it. <laughs> That probably sounds terrible. Like, if I really wanted to just completely, like, shut the door on ever coming back to America, like, I would basically need to sit down and study another year of Arabic, focus more on the writing, the reading side. Mm-hmm. But I could do it. And that you would a year be. out? That means you're pretty far along, I'd imagine. Yeah, well, I'm decent enough. I'm good enough yeah. to to limp. Like I can, so I can meet with someone before I can meet with someone in Arabic and talk and have a counseling session in Arabic. Now, okay. I'm not there. Now it's like I understand enough of your Arabic and you understand enough of my English that we can get through this. Uh huh. You know. So, so you saying you've regressed, or you're just at that level? I've just regressed. Oh, to be honest, um, mainly because I don't use it nearly enough. Um, so, so what? You you live where it's spoke a lot. So what's stopping you from using it? Just because the 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 demands of a young family and business and whatnot. Uh, like the biggest thing that keeps me just um integrating it. It's hard to integrate life. Yeah, socially, yeah. culturally. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. You're not just gonna walk up to somebody and be like, "Hey, what's your name?" Does it quite work that way there? Yeah, it's pretty difficult. And we have there's yeah. a few people that we're integrated with, but uh-huh. as a whole, so yeah, so that'd be the one of the bigger things. That seems like quite the challenge. Yeah. Well, even in, even in America, you don't just go up to a coffee shop and say, hey, what's your name? I mean, you can, but that's considered to be socially awkward. Yeah, there's ways to, you, I don't know. There's places where I do feel comfortable doing that, and there's places I don't, so. Mm-hmm, sure. You know, but then just here, it's, it's difficult, but. Yeah, but 
Well, must feel somewhat gratifying to um, be able to speak language enough to um, to have a counseling session. I mean, yeah. Well, does that make you feel good, or does that make you feel like you're just scratching the surface? Um. It's good. It's good enough to live. There's a comfort level on that, and being able to sit down and have a conversation with someone. Like, I can't have a decent conversation with someone. Just not. Yeah. Okay. That's good. I see. So, um, do you feel good about um? Talking about your tour once you come to the States? Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind Just of where general. we are. So we're, we'll move, we'll come back to the States for the summer and we'll be in Wisconsin for a month and then we'll be down in Charlotte for about a month and then we'll be passing, seeing, just seeing a bunch of people in Ohio and West Virginia, mm-hmm. Wisconsin. Cool. Basically, talk That's to all quite... the people I haven't talked to in three years. So, right. Uh, hey, it's a busy on? tour. I can't believe it's been three years since you were here last. It seems like that was like last summer or something. Yeah, it's only two years. I've lied. It's two years, I guess. Oh, two, two years or two, two and a half then? For much, or is it two? Two summers. Oh, it's okay. like every tw- we're here. I guess twenty-one months. And then we'll leave again. We've been in Tunis for 21 months, and we'll be back in the States for three. Okay, and that's how the visa works? No, visa, we leave every four months when we're here. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, that's for that's for visa purposes, okay. Yeah, so that's why we end up in all of the places. Right, 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 right. You get to go on your fun little, fun little trips. Yeah. Cool. They keep it. Why not? Uh, keep it alive. Keep what alive? It just it keeps life going. You know, it's fun yeah. to get out here and see different things. And I mean, well, yeah, you've you've seen quite quite a bit of culture. That's for sure. Yeah. Have your kids sprawled out in the Sixteen Chapel? That's <laughs> like, uh, mildly entertaining to me. <laughs> I'm that's, done. Like, yeah. I'm way here and look at the ceiling is all you adults Don't. are wrenching your necks. So I'm just going to lay down. <laughs> <laughs> Seems quite practical. Uh, cool. Well, um, yeah, I know you got to run here. It's a, been a little bit of a shorter podcast, which is fun. We got to do some things to um to make sure we keep clicking along, whether it's to make it short or not. That's fine. But obviously, both of us have a lot of demands on our lives, so appreciate you making time. Um, I don't know what to talk about next week, but we'll, we'll figure it out, eh? Yeah. 
Well, maybe we'll hear your three-year plan. Oh yeah, I did. I neglected to say mine. <laughs> um, not on purpose, of course. Um, yeah, I can. I can see if I can say that. Um, that'll be interesting. All right, well, we'll let you go so uh, you can get to your business at hand. I appreciate your time. Uh, this has been Men in the Ring, and like, subscribe, share. Um, yeah, that's our podcast game. Woohoo. Big, right, big time, so, huh? Um, being in the ring. Self. All right. Sounds good. Get, talk to you later. You getting back, you get, get back into the ring. Okay. Sounds good, man. We'll talk to you.